We go to work, and when we're off, we whine about our day. We sip our cares away, and you can do the same, cause you're in a safe place when you're whining with nurses. Hello. Hello. Welcome to Whining, whining with, with nurses. nurses. I'm Sarah Hidgey. And I'm Kat. This is a nursing podcast. Oh, wait a minute. I totally <laughs> cut off the third party here. <laughs> I'm just the sound guy. <laughs> Honorable mention to yeah. Takeshi. Yeah, Our sound engineer. He's In amazing. one piece. Mm-hmm. No way. <laughs> so, but see, we're like cool because we days of recovery. We we each only have one name. So Takeshi, Kat, Sarah, Hiji. Yeah, that's my. You whole, gotta get that's down with the one name, oh, Sarah Hiji. You can um, shorten it to Shiji. Shiji, if you want. That's what some people in high school call me. Shiji. Shiji. Oh, oh, we should start. Call, I, I think uh, <laughs> we should just call you Sarah. I'm just gonna continue I with the Sarah. I love that nickname. Sarah. It's much yeah. better than any nickname Petite I had as a kid. Sarah. I just call her Sarah, and and that's fitting also. Petite Sarah. Sarah's it isn't petite. Petite Sarah. Sarah. <laughs> Anyway, Sarah Takeshi and Kat, myself, are here to bring you our podcast and some wine. Actually, we brought ourselves wine. We didn't did. bring you any wine. Sorry. Takeshi brought us wine tonight. I know. I've been shaking to like open this up too and everything. You just wanted to share it with some good people who you knew who would appreciate it. Yeah. Well, it's a Pinot Noir. So mm. I want to see if you get that manure. Noir. Flavor. Pinot Noir. Is that what you said? Did I? Peanut Noir. Yeah. That's how you pronounce that. <laughs> fr- okay, so uh, we had a show over at Charles Creek Winery, and they were nice enough to give me like three bottles of wine of mm. Pinot. That is nice. Yeah. When you say we had a show, who do you mean? The Laugh Cellar. Right. I've off-site. seen those oh. posted on Facebook and stuff. They should and- come out. It's a lot of fun, actually. Just go over the hill over here. So you just, do, they, do they have like food and all? Do yeah, they-, they had pizza this time. Oh. And um, it puts any... I'd hate to say it, Sonoma Winery to shame. Mm. Any Sonoma Winery just seems like a little barn compared to this place. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Over out in the Santa winery, Lina, Santa Lina. yeah. Hmm. You have this big old glass elevator with this glass wall where they have all the reserves right behind it and stuff. And it's Willy Wonka's wine factory. Yeah, straight <laughs> up. <laughs> I am excited to try this wine. Yeah, and I'm a softy for Pinot. You're the- not. Sarah. No, Roth. hey, Sarah. don't get me wrong. It's just some of the more um, manure smelling and tasting <laughs> pinots, and some people really like those. Uh, do the Oompa Loompas at Charles Krug uh, <laughs> smash grapes? Is that their only purpose? <laughs> There's a river of pinot that goes through the middle of the wine factory. There's a river of pinot that goes behind the wine factory. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a little bit on fire. That Don't sounds drink really good. Bad wine, you da, da, will be dun, sad. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, is it? Do you know how much the bottle costs? I do not. Uh, I can't see what year it is, and I'm afraid to spill. It. I'll spill it too. Do you, you have know, a? With his glasses on, he still can't uh, see the year. You don't know. I'm blind as a bat. It's a Pinot tw- <laughs> 2015 from Napa Valley. There you go. Winemakers exploration. I don't know. Uh, my old work, they used to call me the bat. Charles Krug. Explore you're blind. Pen. I'm blind and I could hear everything. Aw, like Batty from Ferngully. Oh, I love Ferngully. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's the best movie. Did everyone here watch it? Mm-hmm. We can all stay friends. Okay. 
Give me, okay. Yes. So let's yes. smell this. Okay. So I'm not getting barnyard from this one, but it's one of the more subtle Ooh. smelling ones that, um, there's a right. little something manure. Yeah. Oh, I'm getting a little barnyard. A little bit. Yeah. I don't Do get, get the manure thing. I just really, I think it tastes really good. It smells to me good. It smells like, I like little crispness out of, out of the deal. I think your manure is crisp. <laughs> I beg to differ. <laughs> I think my manure is mushy. Oh. oh, wow. Okay, I smell blueberries. I'm just tasting it. Ooh, like a blueberry pie. No, I just um, want pie. But I'm doing low carb, so I don't think that will fit into my diet. You can't have punch and pie? <laughs> I was told they made punch and pie. Did you ever see South Park? That episode? Oh, no, apparently not. <laughs> I've seen like two episodes of South so the, Park. So to me, this is kind of like a, has a classic Pinot taste to it. I would agree. It is a classic Pinot. It's not <laughs> one of the ones that I love, but I don't dislike it. I yeah. think it's pretty good. Yeah. So this is an okay Pinot for you. I think it's pretty good. I'd, I'd say it's good. Just because I am not, you know, to, to each their own. Right. Yeah. Right? Like um, Charlize Theron. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I finished the whole season, by Did the way. you? Yeah. We're talking about Orange is the New Black. There's a character. Orange. Oh, really? Oh, you guys yeah. say things funny. Pinot Noir and you say orange. Well, how do you say it? It's orange. I say orange and Pinot Noir. How did I say orange? Orange. Oh, orange. Just like that. Like, aren't you going to ask me a orange. question? Yeah. Oh, wow. I okay. just like it. I love I love verbal differences. That's not how you say it. Linguistic. Dialect. Di sure. Colloquial dialect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so what are, you, what are you guys tasting? Sorry. Uh, besides the manure. Oh. Let me taste <laughs> it again. It reminds me of a nice, like, blueberry pie. Hmm. Wait. I'm going to tilt well, this up. Well, after... Um, you guys can drink. I'm going to talk after tomorrow. No, after Wednesday, I'm taking Sarah and I are taking Sarah and I are taking a wine class here. Oh, really? And I will be able to describe wine more. Hopefully that's the goal because I just think it tastes like wine and I don't really have more to add except wow. that I think it's decent. Don't well, about four or five years ago, I used to give wine tours on a pedicab in Sonoma. You did? Yeah, it was a lot of fun. <gasps> you were just full of surprises. What? You drove a pedicab. Yeah, it was, I still have it in my garage. But to just the different wine rooms in Sonoma? Yeah, I would take I'd take them pretty far sometimes, but if if the husband was a little bit heavier, it was pretty tough to pull. Mm. Huh. Can you take us on one? I, I was just going to ask that. You still have it in your garage. Let's yeah, do this. I'm about to give it away pretty soon. Oh, mm. do you need someone to take it? <laughs> if you if you want it. No, but. I already have a bunch of stuff in the garage, but man, that sounds really tempting. It's fun. It could it's be a, your weekend job. That's right. My yeah. side hustle. I need to keep up the exercise now that rafting season's coming to an uh -oh. end. <laughs> no, it's fun. Um, it, it, you know, it's just like three hours. It'd be like 150 bucks at yeah. the least, and just driving around and get people drunk. Get people drunk. Did you get a drink? Any? Oh I, yeah, I used okay. to drink a lot of wine. Well, I don't know if you're like shuttling people around. <laughs> like, how oh, much yeah, are you not, supposed not to be drinking? Oh I yeah, I don't know. <laughs> wink, I figure wink. that's kind of like <laughs> no way. No, me yeah. never. Uh -huh. okay. okay, I'm getting the pie from this too, but I taste more raspberry pie than raspberry blueberry. Pie. Mm -hmm. It's a little bit softer or something yeah. than blueberries to me. Um, yeah. You know, raspberries kind of have a soft 
flavor. Velvety. Yeah. Something. They're furry. I think it tastes like grape pie because it's made from grapes. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> no, don't wake five. I've never taken a wine anything. All I've done is drinking it. Drink, drank it, drank it, drank it, I drank it. Um, <laughs> you drank it good. I'll, I'll drink it good. The great drink. Also, we are <laughs> drinking out of our um, gl- wine glasses that all say whining with nurses. I love these. They're beautiful. Cat got them for us. Mm-hmm. I think we should um, make a bunch of these and sell them. Yeah, merchandise. We what do you guys want? Wouldn't everyone like to have a wine glass that says whining with nurses and you can give them to your nurse friends? That'd be cheers. rad. Yeah, we, oh. we haven't done a cheers, cheers? yet. Cheers? No. Cheers. Thank you for bringing this wine and for them to yeah, giving it to you. Yeah. Do they know they're going to be on our podcast? No, they just gave it to me because they knew I was going to drink it all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably the goal. Because they know I'm a lush. That's why they gave you three bottles. <laughs> they were like, what kind of wine do you like? I was like, Pinot. <laughs> give it to me now. <laughs> I hope you said it like that. Yeah, I did. Give it to me now. Well, you know, usually my default answer for any type of drink, I'd hate to say it. So this, ask me if I want some wine. Would you like some wine to get Okay. <laughs> what do you drink like if you go out to a bar with friends do you ever oh. get like mixed drinks do you get do you yeah. just drink all of the drinks yeah. or do you okay what's your like go-to do you have a go-to vodka crayon okay vodka cranberry hmm. i don't think i've ever had one of those what, what? i don't Ooh. ever i can't drink mixed drinks i have the diabetes it's just like it's like a step up from a cosmo hmm. it's like i don't think i've had that either really I di- literally, I oh, got Cosmo. diabetes when I was like oh, 19 okay. well, and then, you, you know, <laughs> let kidding. me tell you a good alternative, mm-hmm. vodka soda with a splash of crayon. Cause that's minimal sugar, probably mm-hmm. way less than we have in a glass yeah. of wine mm-hmm. and cranberry juice. Isn't, uh, it doesn't take that much for it to add the flavor. Right. Right. So, intense. Yeah. well, you can also do diet cranberry. True. I've just never Could. ordered a, I just generally go for wine or beer because I really like both. So why not make it easier on my, mm-hmm. Self, yeah. but I, I did that. get a skinny margarita yesterday when I was out to lunch, and it was so fun because I never get to have like fancy drinks. Yeah, um, yeah, that was yeah. nice. My friends usually drink uh, tequila and grapefruit juice. Mm. <sighs> I did vodka and grapefruit juice for a while. I had a friend yeah. who was into it, and she got me into it. Hmm. Yeah, it was sugary. <laughs> I tried to do Tangeray for a while, but it just didn't work. What is it? Oh, gin, gin and juice. Oh. Yeah, this juice to uh, um, pine. Yeah, exactly. Like pine. It's mm. pine needles. Yeah, and yep. then the orange OJ just does not help at all. Yeah. But they don't all. Not all gins taste like that. I've learned. Um, right. But a right. lot of them do, and I can't get into gin very much either. What about? Do you guys like? Uh, <laughs> you want to know what I survived off of in uh, Burning Man? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Sake. Wait, did you actually go? When I went. Oh, like, oh, okay. Okay. Sake. Yeah. yeah. I just lived off of sake <laughs> for Sounds a week. Delicious. <laughs> <laughs> it was used to be my bestie drink for a while, for years. That is a weird drink to have at a festival. Well, it's very specific. Think about it. Think about it. Moscow uh, Mules. Okay. Sorry. That's what it was. <laughs> Usually if you go out to a desert or a place where you can't keep things cool, mm-hmm. what's mm-hmm. one drink that right. you can drink hot, warm or warm cold or cold? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sake. Okay. I'm following. <laughs> Sake. But or wine. Just, mm-hmm. Wine. No. That's kind of weird. A festival also. 
Oh, um, yeah. This is a drinking podcast. We're just going to talk about all of our favorite booze. <laughs> I know. This is... Sorry. I mean, we no, don't no talk worries. about alcohol too much. So no, we don't. It's, you know... Okay. Well, I'll, I'm first not off, criticizing. I'd like to give a shout out to your man, Carter. Uh, he gave you some <laughs> software, um, auto-tune into sound soap. Uh, he works for um, Antares. Mm-hmm. He actually just got more like um, he's actually officially like more of like a 20 hour a week instead of two or something. Oh, so right they on. are boosting up that water. He's moving on up. I know. Uh, yeah. So I'll be using both those plugins a lot. We're going to sound so pretty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thanks, well, Carter. Every episode I kind of do something different mm-hmm. with uh, trying to improve the sound and stuff. So are we going to notice like a... You might. A big difference this yes. time? Are we going to sound like... <laughs> <laughs> a Disney princess? Or do you do it now? Like, do you use those applications now as we're doing it? Or is what it later doing when you over there it? right the second? What are you tweaking? What are you pushing? <laughs> <laughs> He's flicking the little beans over there. Yeah, <laughs> right. Flicking the little beans. <laughs> Favorite pastime. <laughs> flicking the bean around. <laughs> Yes, I'll be using sound soap from for now on. Yay! Cool. Yeah. Thanks. Which uh, sound soap is an audio repair uh, program, so it'll take out all the the background noise mm. and stuff. Yeah, and it might be useful for the movie I'm also doing. Cool. Wow. Thanks so sh- to Carter for contributing that. So shout That's out. Sweet. Yeah, and to Takeshi, sound engineer. If anyone needs anyone. Hell yeah. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> So on to nursing. On the nursing. Yeah, guys, we actually got a couple questions this week. Mm -hmm. Um, We got one. This one's directed toward our guest, Amber, who was on uh, this past week's episode. It says, dear guys, I'm a big fan of the show, but I have a question for your guest, Amber. Do you guys ever use those radiation seeds to treat cancer? If so, how are they inserted? Uh, So Amber was nice enough to write back to us and... Kat is going to tell you what she said. So, (laughs) hello, my name is Amber, and (laughs) yep, she says, although those treatments are delivered under direct supervision of the rad oncologist and medical physicist. I think that's another kind of doctor. Yeah, the physicist. Therapists can't do them alone. They're surgically implanted under the guidance of a trans transrectal ultrasound Ooh. using and she has a picture look we can upload this because yeah. it's really interesting transrectal so they rectal. use a needle they put a, a the tra- the ultrasound probe in your anus and then they use a needle and they um put it all the way through from like your looks like your perineum into it's your from your taint <laughs> the part between for, the, for the it, it people also known as the grundle. Wait, 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 wait. Let's, let's slow down here. A perineum is a taint. Yes, it's called Whoa. the medical term is perineum. That sounds really. Uh, that doesn't majestic. count as our word of the day. No, that sounds really <laughs> <Yeah>. majestic though. <laughs> perineum. <laughs> you like that? I've always not liked that word. Okay. Anyway, so they stick. You know, like a unicorn has a perineum. I knew you were going to relate this to unicorns somehow. <laughs> the unicorn's perineum. Here are two sets of the unicorns. Um, So they stick a big needle then from the perineum into the prostate and implant the seed. That's what it looks like. Uh, Really interesting. Ouch. Oh, I wonder if they're really like here, if you want to see a 
picture of it. <laughs> Wonder if they're re- wow. Uh, Do you think just like general anesthesia? Or I bet they just use a little local anesthesia because it's not you don't you know they're just injecting with a needle. Uh huh. Um, looks like which, a little hot one. That's there. true. I Reminds guess it wouldn't me. Be. You know how? We, um, sorry, this isn't related to the radiation stuff, but okay. um, the there's something a device that you can get implanted in your chest just to record your heart activity. The loop mm-hmm. recorders that we use in our office. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to, I don't know if we are personally going to be doing it, but you can implant them in a doctor's office starting sometime later this fall. I just really? learned today. Yeah. And cause it's basically injected the same way. You just use a little local anesthesia and then you put a big, huge bore yeah. needle yeah. and inject it in there. Bore basically means like how large, how wide and big the needle is. So smaller bore and larger bore is what we call it. Sweet. Um, that's really cool. I hope we start doing them. It would just be really interesting to watch and also kind of ouch. Like, oh my God. Oh. Sorry. I just realized I showed you the follow-up <laughs> answer that Amber uh, okay. sent to all my follow-up questions, but okay. here's her first response because and it's I, much longer. I was going to ask like, well, what is the radiation <laughs> thing that they're yeah. implanting? Okay. So what she said to the question is what you're referring to is called uh, brachy, brachytherapy instead of external beam radiation therapy, brachytherapy treats cancer internally using a live encapsulated source of a radioactive material placed directly in or near a tumor. Brachytherapy can be used to treat many areas of the body, but is most commonly used to treat prostate, breast, cervical, and endometrial cancers. And endometrial is what again? That's the lining of the uterus, the endometrium. Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, using this method helps to spare healthy surrounding tissue and can greatly redu- reduce a patient's duration of treatment. Uh, there are different treatment methods depending on the part of the body being treated. For example, a prostate may be treated by delivering a low dose of radiation over a long period of time using tiny radioactive seeds that are permanently implanted directly into the prostate through the perineum. Wow. Conversely, a breast may be treated by delivering a high dose of radiation over a short period of time by temporarily placing a radioactive source through catheters and into a balloon that has been placed in the lumpectomy site. It is important to note that brachytherapy is not always the best approach to everyone, so it is best to talk to your doctor about the treatment options available. Oh, that made so much more sense when you read it to me than when I first read it, Um, the comparison of the two. So Mm -hmm. she's basically saying you can implant these radioactive seeds in the prostate that have low dose, Mm -hmm. so they're just over a long period of time giving low-dose radiation. Mm -hmm. Or if you want to do... A high dose over a shorter period of time, you put them mm. in a something that you can remove easily, like a balloon, mm. and then mm-hmm. and put them in the lumpectomy site in the yeah. breast. Yeah, that's super cool. And it must depend, I would think, on the type of cancer, how fastly, it, how fast it metastasizes. Mm-hmm. So I think prostate cancer doesn't metastasize that quickly, if I'm remembering correctly. Yeah, there's so and many different types, that, and right. you're right, a lot of them don't. Right, so it's probably, you have a more sustained release, longer period of time uh, treatment for something that doesn't spread as quickly mm-hmm. versus one that does. So that's what it sounds like. I'm not, yeah, I'm not. I think you're right. Uh, that's super cool. And I forgot that that was even a thing. Um, although in my first year of nursing, 
I remember that we had some patients. This was on that unit that I, I told you guys about that was a mixed bag of mm -hmm. oncology. We had OBGYN and urology mm -hmm. surgical patients. So we would get some urology and GYN patients that had that brachytherapy. So they had radioactive seeds implanted in them. And of course, nobody else should be exposed to radiation right. unless you are protected, you know? So they had this big shield up that was in the patient's room. It's basically a wall you stand behind when you want to go and just ask the patient, what do you need and blah, blah, mm. blah. And then if you were going to go in there, you were um, supposed to put on the lead apron and everything, mm -hmm. um, or at least a lead you know, covering around your neck and during, right. you know, to protect the parts that are susceptible to radiation, like your thyroid and your ovaries and mm -hmm. stuff. And mm -hmm. then you're supposed to limit your time in there. Anyway. Mm -hmm. I remember I saw, I saw, I saw a couple of patients like that too, when I was in school, but, um, do they then have to stay in the hospital like the whole time? Because I think that was for the high dose okay. treatment. Now that I'm thinking about it, it, what we just learned, I think it must've been for the high dose patients. Cause if you're going to put low dose radiation right. in a prostate for a long period of time, I mean, they got to go out and live their lives. <laughs> right. Right. And if the lower dose must not be, since it's lower, strong enough to penetrate like outside of the body yeah. or at least that much to where another person would be necessarily affected. Right. You can't go around with like a sign on you like radioactive. Stay six feet away. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, we're going to have to have sex from across the room, wifey. Yeah. <laughs> you stand Man. over there and uh, flick the bean and I'll watch from over here and flick my bean. <laughs> I bet they couldn't. Don't you think? Maybe. I mean, unless... I wouldn't think so because, I mean, that's right next to his, where he's making sperm. And if that's a sperm, radioactive sperm. I don't know. And how low dose is it? Mm -hmm. Hey, Amber, we have more questions yeah. for you. Can <laughs> They're you just... write back and tell us, please? <laughs> it's just such an, I mean, all fields are very extensive, but like this, I'm particularly interested in <laughs> since I braided her with questions. Um, but uh, man, that's really interesting. It huh. is. Huh. It's so funny. I, you know. Again, the more we learn, the more questions that we have. And mm -hmm. this is stuff she's doing. I had no idea she was even doing that. Yeah. Your this sister, my sister. All these years. All these years. Do any of your other siblings do medical? Uh, let's see. Lori, Kelly. I have to think. I have six siblings, so I have to think through who everybody <laughs> is. Yes, Caitlin does. Okay. Uh, Caitlin's my youngest sister, and she's currently working in more admin on the health side, but she's going to nursing school. Oh, okay. She's doing her prerequisites for nursing school now, so yeah. she's going to join us in the weird world of nursing. Is she going to stay <laughs> in Virginia? She says she's coming to California. Oh. Uh, right, Caitlin? Come on out here, yeah. and you can be on the podcast with me and Kat. Yeah. Come, come, join, join. <laughs> um, cool. Do we have any other questions? We do. So, uh, so how did you get these questions? Did you put it out there in uh, Facebook land? We got them uh, through our Gmail at oh. www.nurses at gmail.com. Wow. Uh, so let's see. Where's the other one? Sorry, I have to open this up. Feel free to talk amongst yourselves. I'm going to pour. Do you want some more wine? Yeah. I'm actually really starting to like it more. You know how wines open up when they sit and aerate and, uh, I will know that on Wednesday. <laughs> I'm just getting over that. Really? I'm starting to like it more. Is this a safe Pinot for you? Uh, yes. You know, I, I gotta say, I don't hate any Pinots. I think you have the wrong impression of me. It's just, if I'm choosing what wine I'm going to drink, Hater. cause I'm an adult and I get to do that. <laughs> <laughs> nope. It's going to be at this point in time, probably 
a Cabernet or a Syrah. Uh, and if it's white, it's going to be a Sauvignon Blanc. Well, come to Sonoma sometime. I'll take out this Pinot place. Well, I would love to. And only if you're pedicabbing me around. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I also want to come, please, because I like Pinots. Okay. So, and unless shuttled. you're just trying to specifically prove a point on that ride, then, you know. Um, okay. So we're not, our next question says, dear nurses, I'm a big fan of your show. And though I don't drink a lot of wine, I like hearing you try to describe what you're tasting. It's hard. <laughs> she says, I agree. Uh, anyway, I am writing with more of a request than a question. I want to hear more of the nitty gritty stuff. Tell us about crazy patients or the gross things you see. Is it weird that I want to hear about this? Well, I'm in my sixties and I don't really give a hoot what people think. <laughs> Keep up the great work. Wow. Who's it from? Oh, says love Robin. Oh, cool. <laughs> so, uh, sorry. Thank you, Robin. Yeah. Thanks for the questions, Robin. Or the, actually those were more like requests. Request. So we have this beautiful, big, shiny wheel next to us that we is do. full of lots of colors that we're going to spin. And I think so how it works colors. is each like a rainbow it's beautiful that's right and uh what do you guys use this for by the way here uh prizes the laugh cellar yeah where we record this glorious <laughs> podcast i want a prize with the spin wheel one time some, yeah you don't win anything last time right i got yum gum oh that's right mm -hmm. i want some m&ms yo our cracker so the nitty gritty i was okay. on this big bender for about a uh, the nursing nitty gritty. Yeah. So we thought it'd be fun to make a game out of this because um, yes. there's so many stories that you can tell about the nitty gritty day to day life of nursing. So hmm. for each yeah. episode, we're going to spin the wheel and uh, each nurse gets one spin. Takeshi's going to spin for us, though, since he's sitting next to it. And whatever color it lands on, that corresponds to what type of story you have to tell. So, mm -hmm. for example, yeah. scary or gross or funny or happy or... Uh, I can't remember the other categories. Creepy but, or yeah. weird or and yeah. color coded. Yeah. And if you don't have a story to match the category, then you have a penalty. And today's penalty is you have to burp out loud on command. Yay. <laughs> can everyone do this? Yeah. Okay. You can? Oh, you have to try at I'm least. I'm win you. I'll win you. Okay. And Takeshi's not a nurse, obviously, but uh, we're going to make him tell us a story too. Just a general story because he's got plenty of them. So. Yeah. Yeah. Or if you have questions, like you can ask questions oh, too yeah. if you don't have a story. I have some questions too. Okay. Yo. Can only Takeshi spin the wheel? I guess yes. it's only fair. Okay, go. That's right. Fine. Spin the wheel. Wait, who are you spinning for right now? Uh, you. Me? Yeah. Okay. Sarah. We got yellow. It landed on yellow, so that's funny. Okay. Uh, okay. I have a funny story about this. Uh, my One of my favorite types of patients, and sorry, this is stereotyping, but whatever. That's life. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we stereotype and it's just a part of For life. For a reason, oftentimes. <laughs> yeah. Because it's generalization. I love little old ladies. Um, That's what it is. Mm -hmm. Takeshi, I like you. serenaded. <laughs> okay, go ahead. So I was um, coming on shift and I think I was working night shift at this time and I was taking report for this woman who is probably in her 80s or 90s and it's just my favorite type of patient to have because they're so... One, full of information that's just, you know, full of life experience. And two, so adorable or cranky. And that's funny to me because like, I don't know why. I, I just, <laughs> that's what I envision mm -hmm. myself being one day is just a <laughs> cantankerous old woman. It is funny <laughs> when you see those people. 
So I'm giving report or getting report and we're in this room that's kind of more of a bay. There's four patient beds in the same room, which Mm -hmm. is kind of old school, but it was an old school hospital. So there's a curtain pulled around this lady's bed and she has a sitter. So sometimes patients have sitters if they are a danger to themselves. For example, if they're a fall risk um, and you want them to stay in bed. uh, Someone sits on them and then they can't get up. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Wow. Uh, No, there's someone who sits next and and watches them all night. Um, Or if they, you know, get confused and start to pull out their IV line or other Mm -hmm. things that might make them bleed or whatever. So this lady had a sitter and I could see the shadow of her and the sitter from (laughs) the other side of the curtain and she had a pillow and she was just hitting him in the head with it very gently over and over again and he just sat there he just I'm sure it didn't hurt it it didn't look like it hurt at all she was just doing it so gently but (laughs) anyway so then we uh, come around the other side of the curtain so I can introduce myself to the patient and we can do a proper handoff. And she's really confused. And everything I say to her, she just doesn't believe me. And her response to me is, balls. <laughs> My name is Sarah. I'm going to be your nurse tonight. And what we're going to do is, you know, give report and then I'm going to go back and I'm going to come back and give you um, your medications. Balls. <laughs> Which is the funniest thing to hear out of this lady's mouth. Was she angry or just like, that's just how she just she, didn't really know what else. She She's didn't not look there. angry, but okay. she did sound like she didn't believe me. You yeah. know, yeah. Oh, balls. Like she didn't trust you. Yeah, it's exactly. like saying bullocks, yes. right? Yes. Like, yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, like yeah. bullshit. Bullocks. Yeah, bullocks. Bullocks. Balls. <laughs> but she said balls. So she asks the um, the sitter was a a, a man. And she asked me, so are you and your husband uh, going to go and get me something to eat? And I said, well, he's not my husband, ma'am. And she says, balls. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, that's my funny story. She was hilarious. That's how it went all night, pretty much. (laughs) So was she British or no? No. She just liked to say balls. She just liked to say balls. It was the funniest expression. And the sitter said, oh, you've got a dirty mouth for such a nice old lady. And she just said something else funny and dirty to him. And hilarious. I was in a hospital or whatever and I was a dick to someone, I would figure that they wouldn't want to help me out or they uh, they would go a little bit slower. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but she was confused and we knew that and yeah. we weren't going to do anything to change her care based on her. Okay. Yeah, plus, it was so harmless, you know? <laughs> if somebody who's coherent was saying balls and cussing yeah. to me, that's a right, totally different right. story. Yeah. I, you know, I don't take no disrespect. Yeah. Okay. But, but, yeah. but that's the thing. Like, if you're a really... So that's some of the things that nurses have to deal with. Really mean patients, really like totally demented, not in a rude way, demented. We mean like dementia, Alzheimer's type of situation. Uh, Patients that are being rude because they just have no idea what's going on. And most of the time they're not rude. They're very nice and it's sad. Uh, Or we get really mean people. Yeah, you might not answer their call. You might answer their call light like last. I mean, obviously we have to answer (laughs) it, make sure nothing is serious. But if you know they're stable, you know, and you have... I don't know. I mean, it's, it's right. Right. You know, we have to do all of it, uh, responsibly, but I don't know if, if it's, um, also you don't want to go into that room when you know you're going to be berated. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, but 
you know, it is what it is. That's what you got to deal with when you decide to become a nurse. It's right. not just like lots of money and working with doctors. It's being told what to do. And uh, uh, we have a call, guys. <laughs> got a caller. Hi, you're on the air. Hello. Why on the phone? You're on the air. Why the phone? She's holding up you're the bottle. You're talking into the ear. wrong bottle. <laughs> is this a Pano? Oh, it's a Syrah. You're talking to Syrah here. Oh, there's a there's a voicemail and everything. Uh oh, I hope this there isn't is. confidential. Who's calling? Let's this all is not medical. That's all. Hi, I'm wondering if I could still pick up a ticket uh, for this week's show. Uh, okay, well, give me a call later. Bye. 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 Hopefully, they leave their number. That's something that happens a lot at our office. People oh, call yeah. in and want help, and then they don't. They like, hi, this is John. I was there earlier. Um, I have a question. Can you call me back? And you're like, uh, there's like 800 Johns. Your name is so common. Please leave your date of birth or something. Like phone Plus number. So last many name. people were here earlier today. So oh, many. Oh yeah. We yeah. see so many yeah. patients in our oh, office. Really? Yeah. I get it though. Like as a patient yourself, when I go see people, I would think they would know. Well, Which it's John? Catherine. You know, I was there today and I saw the doctor. They're going to know who I am. And I'm like, yes, but I work for nine doctors or 11 doctors or however many. How many do you have? I have heard recently 11. I don't know who got that count. I yeah. think it's nine. Okay. Well, anyway. But we're getting another one in September. But then we're losing yeah. one in December. Yeah. <laughs> Which doctor. he still needs to be a guest on here. Yeah. We need to arrange that. He could call in if he wants to. No, he's going to come in and he's okay. going to bring his wife too. She's a nurse. So we're going to have them both as a guest at the oh, same time. That will be fun. Yeah. no G. That's right. Yes. I said it because no one knows who that, you know, confidential. <laughs> Anywho, Takashi, spin the wheel again. Okay. This is for me. I feel like I'm playing Good Mythical Morning. Do you ever watch that show? Don't know what no. that is. Yeah, the Wheel of Destiny. Never mind. <laughs> oh, what? Spin Cat's I Destiny. I love it. What's my destiny? Green. green. What is green? Let's here? see. Oh, green is gross. <laughs> oh, um, gross. Is there a gross oh. story that you could tell in the medical department? I don't know if I can think of a specific one, but like the grossest things that I've seen, I feel like, or I, I don't like like pussy wounds. And like once I went and shadowed these wound care nurses, and guess you shouldn't watch that one YouTube channel. <laughs> oh, like Doctor Pimple, Pimple Popper. Pimple. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, I Ugh. love popping pimples. I do it to Carter all the time. I love to pop pimples, <laughs> but I don't want to pop like the ones that are going to explode in your, oh my God. Sorry. This reminds me of a different story on nursing related. My friend in, a, we're in a bathroom mirror, like, you know, you're next to each other and popping your own pimples. This is already yeah. funny. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, she goes, bombs away. And like, it splats on the mirror. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> it was so good. Anyway, yeah. this was like yeah. in high school. Okay, so. Okay. And then later that night, I walked in on her dad taking a pee, and that was awkward. Yeah. Okay, that's two gross stories. Okay. But um, medical. Wait. Yeah, so medical. So um, <laughs> if you follow like wound care nurses, so we have different layers of our skin. And when you have wounds that... Uh, have been there like ulcers that have been there for a really long time. It kind of looks like your leg has been like a dog took a chunk out of it and then it just rotted away. And so I, I followed these nurses and uh, they basically love what they do <laughs> and they look at gross people's skin that's pussy and it's white and you can people's gross skin. People's gross, disgusting. <laughs> Not gross people. Oh no, sorry. Gross people's skin. No, no, no. People's skin that is uh, rotting away. And it's really unfortunate. They must love meth heads. 
Well, yeah, I don't don't know. (laughs) But, um, or just elderly people. Oh, yeah. 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 But it's her. They're on meth, too. (laughs) Everyone's on meth. meth. (laughs) Um, You know, but you, a lot of diabetics, type two, type two, type two is different than type one. Um, diabetics don't have good circulation oftentimes because blood sugar has damaged their their nerves and circulation. Um, excuse me. So uh, the blood doesn't go down. You get all these wounds that don't heal and their skin kind of starts, looks like it's rotting away. And so they go in and they scrape off with like, they pull off the dead skin with tweezers and they scrape it off. And sometimes, a lot of times it doesn't hurt because in different layers of your skin, there are nerves. And once you get down to the deepest layer, there are no nerves at all. Oh, so wow. they're scraping and pulling away all these like scabs and like goop and pus and Ooh. they can't feel it. No, it's not, <laughs> it's disgusting. I like stuff like that. Oh, I know. Why aren't you snorted. a wound care nurse? I don't know. Oh. I think about it all the time, but I'm so into cardiology that I think yeah. I would have a hard time transitioning, <laughs> but oh. I love wounds. Yeah. No, I followed a wound wow. care nurse one time and she said, we're like little vultures. She's just picking off yes. all the dead skin. Oh, and it's so gross. Like, yeah, that's that. cool. Yeah. No, but it is true. They're like little vultures because you want to pull away all the dead skin so that the new healthy skin can grow and like heal the wound. But it's it's gross. And they pack it with this like foam that has a drain that sucks out all the like juices so that it can pull itself together and heal. It is so disgusting. Wow. It was not my area. Wound vac. But it was really, yeah, it's called a wound vac. You can Google it. Um, we right. talked about it a little bit on the abscess episode. Okay, yeah, I right. wasn't here. Sorry, Rapunzel. They pick um, all that dry skin, oh. they chop it up, and they snort it. <laughs> they probably do because they're so obsessed with their job, yo. Like it's gross, in my opinion. I don't know. And I people walk around with their legs like that for like oh years because it could take years for these people's like wounds to like heal, yep. and it's so gross. I'm sorry if you guys were to talk about this on the episode. Well, I don't know. Factory. Okay. We Uh, like hearing what you think is gross. I think this is disgusting. And not that the people are, I didn't mean to say that. Wine, (laughs) I'm on wine, I'm on wine. Um, I just, I just don't like wounds. But my friend's mom, my mom, no, so you can't speak. My mom's friend um, now lives in Canada and she's a nurse there, but she's a wound care, an ex-wound care nurse. And I had a, I had a cyst, like, I forget what it's called, but it's like right above your butt crack. Oh Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, there's a specific name for it. It's okay. a really common area to have one. It's and a it's Fisher? No. No. It's the most, it's, it's a really common place to have a cyst and they're so painful because you can't sit or lie down or anything. And if you do, I mean, it's, it's the worst. I don't even know what to describe it. Uh, compare That's it to. That's hot. Yeah. And so anyway, but she loved it. She was like squeezing it and draining all the shit from it. And I was like dry heaving because it was so painful and she just <laughs> loved it. But thankfully she was there because it took care of it. But man. is it a polonidal cyst? Yes. Am I saying that yes. right? No. Pylonidal. Pylonidal. I don't know. You could what? put like that Google British person who like pronounces it for you. Pylonidal cyst. Uh, I just Googled. I started to type cyst above B-U and it said bum crack. So I went with it. <laughs> yeah. It's a common area to get them because you have like your sweat, go, you know, you're working out and your sweat drips down there. And I don't know, maybe I wasn't clean as a 13 year old. I have no idea. Ooh, here's a fun picture of one. Yeah. Ooh, it just looks like a little tail. Or... I don't, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. 
It doesn't look like a tail. I did not have a tail. I mean, just because of the location. But you did? Gross. I didn't know. I didn't. I had one of those. Yeah. yeah. It didn't look like that photo. (laughs) I wasn't 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 that gross. gross. Ew, guys. Anyway, so I I just think like wounds and pus and like stuff like gross. I had a patient who like had emphysema or something and coughing up all this phlegmy bubbly spit and they're like you want to see because as nurses we have to measure all the spit or a pregnant lady who was like vomiting green vomit while she was getting a (laughs) c-section and i had to like hold it and then measure the vomit so like wait that that's another story oh wait i know but i'm just sharing all my gross stories what if you have another one oh wait sorry i was gonna play it says pile an idol uh anyway it's going to take a while. <laughs> I just wanted to play the pronunciation since okay, we were talking it's about happening. that. All right, there we go. Pylonidal cyst above your bum crack. It's not fun, yeah, folks. You might want to hold back on all the other gross stories. No, I'm stopping. This, I'm stopping. I stopped. You might have another happy. Yeah, okay. I stopped. <laughs> all right, you ready Takeshi for this? spin. Wait, I want to spin for you. Oh, yeah, he's cheating. <laughs> uh, orange. That orange. is... Orange. Now I'm now I have a complex about how I'm saying it. Happy, tell us a happy story. Oh, you want me to tell you a happy story? Yeah. yeah. Oh my goodness, I don't know if I have any happy stories. <laughs> that is sad, Takeshi. <laughs> Ridiculous. You have so many stories, not Funny. one of them's happy. Come on. Uh, well, I mean, I'm still alive. I mean, if it wasn't for my no, seriously, if it wasn't for my allergist, I don't think I'd be alive right now. I still, I think that's just sad. Why is it sad? I mean, it's not like a happy story. That is pretty happy. Elaborate, I mean, please. I mean, well, I've talked about it in the other episode, the, mm-hmm. the Takeshi sode. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm allergic to everything. And if I didn't see him when I was 14, I mean, I don't know what I'd be doing right now because I was still going in and out of hospitals like every year. Mm-hmm. Well, clockwork. So yeah, pretty happy about that. So he <laughs> gave you stuff. Did he have you like change your diet at all? I know oh, we kind no. of talked about He just no. changed my medication, got ah. me in a routine. Okay. Did you do those allergy scratch tests? Oh, yeah. Tell us about like, that. I was allergic to everything. They uh, basically, they put they they put maybe 50 different things on each of your arms or 25 different How? things. Uh, with a needle? Yeah, with a little, they, they, I think they just do a little scratch and they put the thing on you. And if you're allergic to it, they'll tell you how allergic to, you, to it you are. So they scratch your skin with a clean needle, but then yeah. they put whatever the allergen yeah. is in that scratch. Yeah. And then hmm. I wonder how they keep I track of which to one's everything. which. They have a little chart and stuff. Huh. Except for like maybe two things, like water. Oh, wow. congratulations. That's Glad crazy. you're not allergic to water. Yeah. yeah. You, and hand sanitizer. Because yeah. yeah. nobody's I'm allergic to hand sanitizer. I'm trying to stay, I'm trying to stay <laughs> medical related. Yeah. And I can tell you tons of happy stories. Maybe you, you know. shouldn't procreate. Like, I mean, you should because you're cool. <gasps> no, but no, But I just no, no, mean no, like as no. far as allergies. I, oh. <laughs> like seriously. I shouldn't either. I don't want to pass on diabetes. <laughs> I, I do not want to pass on my genes. I mean, I, I'd be so scared if my kid had what I have. Mm. So. But you could just take him to your allergist, I guess. I guess. I could. And then that would be a happy story. That would be. <laughs> we would have little Takeshi. Oh boy. Oh, that'd be fun. <laughs> You're like, hurry up. And then have little Takeshi's, and we could have lots of Takeshi. So I want to see. Yeah. Takeshers. 
No, Takeshi's. Pee-wee no. Takeshi's. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> anyway, so that's kind of a happy story. I mean, what if I happy? didn't bump into my doctor at the time that I did, then I don't know where I'd be right now. Healthcare you- success. Yes. Yay. Even though I'm just kind of like the the flunky that just always shows up late to my allergist shots and everything. Do you have to go once a month? Every other week. Everything. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. Why can't you do it at home? Like, can't they give it to you and you can... I even have an EpiPen. You, I have to have it just in case. But, like, can't they give you the shots so you don't have to go into the office no, all the time? No, I have to go there, no. sit there for 30 minutes and... Huh. Yeah. Hmm. As a person who injects herself all the time, I was like, it would just be convenient. Just give yourself a shot, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you could even um, bring the injections here because we're here every week. Yeah. Um, so every other week we could give you an injection <laughs> and that would be so fun. That would be fun. We could talk to your allergist <gasps> to see if yeah. that's an option. Like I have nurse friends. Did I tell you guys about that in Spain that they would just, cause I lived in Spain for a couple of years and they'll just give you your like flu shot and like put it in your fridge and just have someone give it to you. If you like know anyone who knows how, or you can like bring it to your primary care and they'll give it to you. So you go to the pharmacy, pick up a flu shot, and then you just mm-hmm. can't get That's anyone to give it to you. I did. I don't know if it's still like that or if it was like a funny situation. But <laughs> yeah, he's like, yeah, oh yeah, sure. Here's the, you know, here's your flu shot. And you can, yeah, it was interesting. That's cool. Yeah. All right. Ready for the Wheel of Destiny. Oh, wait. I thought we were just going to do one for each of us. Oh. Oh, okay. So now it's question excited. time. So, oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. What's, sorry. Your, ca- what's your questions? Oh, I got a good one. I didn't get a spin. I guess you didn't either. <laughs> didn't get a what? I said spin. I want to spin the bell. <laughs> Next time. We'll put it closer to you. The, you can the, spin for everyone. This from, okay. This is from glossynews.com. Oh. What uh, is this? Glossynews.com. Okay. Top, most, top 10 most common questions. Number two. Mm-hmm. Why do men have nipples? <laughs> hmm, because they're very sensuous and they feel really good when you squeeze them. <laughs> So they can prank their babies and make them (laughs) suck on them. Um, Hmm. Why do, because we all came from apes, if you believe in evolution, Mm -hmm. hopefully you do. And um, they have nipples for whatever reason. I don't know. You know, Um, that's like that TV show, Kyle XY or something. And he never, he was born without like a belly button and nipples. Right? Which hmm. makes way more sense. We can hypothesize on this, but I don't think we know the actual answer. Okay. Let's think. Why else might men have nipples? Oh, my brother, one of my uh, brothers, the older one, uh, he has three nipples, we always said. Oh. But he doesn't actually. He just has a scar below one of his nipples that looks very much like a nipple. Okay. okay. And so okay. we always told him, oh, you have three nipples. You're well, right. okay. So. I, go ahead. <laughs> The difference between a man and a woman is only 1.8%. Mm-hmm. So genetically, you know. We're almost identical. We're almost identical. Mm-hmm. But so taking out that little part, that little bit mm-hmm. would probably just make it a lot higher. And yeah. So it's, so it's just it, the it, hormones it, 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 and the yeah. gonads. Oh, yep. you know what Pretty it probably much. is, is because we all start out as female in the womb. Yes. Right. And so we all develop the same and then the last to develop are the genitals and Da-da-da. that becomes male or female. Boom. And that's then where the difference is made. K. 
Kat okay. is so smart. She just you. answered the impossible question. You and yourself some young gum. Also, I want to say <laughs> that I also, are you sure it's a scar? Because I had an ex-boyfriend who I always say had a third nipple because he had a scar right under one of the sides and it looked like a scar, but it, we always called it like a third nipple. And he's like, oh, it's just a scar. And I'm like, but it, it looks like it could be. And it sounds like that's the same thing. I'll have to take another gander at it next time I'm home. Cause how, hey, yeah. can I check out your third nipple, please? <laughs> just tell, you can email us a picture I'll just of it ask at- him to see his tattoo. He got a tattoo on his chest and I'll be like, hey, oh, really? you still got that tattoo? Let oh. me check it out. Oh, we're going to go get tattoos. Anyway. I'm getting ready for okay, a tattoo let's... too. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, exciting. Wait, who's Look. we? Not me. I'm not getting a tattoo. I, I am. You are? Yeah. What are you going to get? Uh, my logo. Oh. I can't tell you. Is it a unicorn? It could be. It could be. <laughs> Where are you going to get Jeez, it? that was hard. Um... <laughs> Well, you know. Do you call your penis your unicorn horn? Wow. No. He calls it his no. narwhal. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, anyway, I'm going to get my logo, which is a unicorn, but it's like kind of like the Thundercats logo, mm-hmm. but it's the unicorn head instead. Where are you going to get it? I think on my arm, like right. Do you have tattoos? Yeah. Oh, okay. On okay. my back. So I didn't have to look at them. <laughs> That's like the complaint of a lot of people. It's like, I don't forget to, like Carter always keeps one in the middle of his back and he's like, I, can, I can't ever see it. And it's like my favorite tattoo. Okay. So that's one thing for um, people with allergies. My friend was practicing on my back, oh. and I guess, because I have such bad allergies that um, mm. the ink was pushing out of my back. Mm-hmm. That huh? happens with oh, different people. because your skin. inflammatory, like your immune response was to just eject yeah, he had the to, contaminant. he had to fill it at least six times. Whoa. Wow. I would just give up. Is it like jacked? Up. It was so weird. It would just kind of like, it just would just kind of push out the ink. But I mean like now is it like, um, Not as look kind of like, no. Lines it's are okay. okay. Hmm. But it took a while for it to stick. That's weird. That yeah, was crazy. I mean, even now it feels like it's pushing out of my back. So. But that's really cool because your body is just trying so hard to mm-hmm. get rid of this contaminant. It's yeah. pretty heroic if you ask me. <laughs> Too bad. <laughs> uh, well, okay. What's another question? <laughs> <laughs> this is number nine. I like this one. Why do we have underarm hair, but not under our knees? Oh, <laughs> good question. Oh, uh, let's see. Because like <laughs> the sweat glands that are under your armpits are mixed in with a lot of hormones, mm-hmm. which the ones behind your knees are not. Mm-hmm. Um, so the hormones come out in the shape of hair. Uh, it's just like what Takeshi was talking about with the tattoos. Your body is just trying to push something out that's toxin, which is the hormones, but they take the shape of hair. And there they are. What? That is fact. So we actually have two types of glands that secrete. Oh my God, you know the answer. So I know things. So we have sebaceous glands, which secrete regular sweat. And then we yeah. have eccrine glands and eccrine glands secrete the actual hormones. We only have eccrine glands in certain parts of our body, like our groins and our underarms. Yeah. Um, and probably some other places. And those are what secrete the pheromones, the hormones, whatever, you know, people can buy like, I'm going to buy those pheromones are going to attract people like instead of perfume. And I don't know. It's bullshit. Anyway. Um, and then we have, <laughs> why are you glands, smelling my sweaty. butt? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah. So I think we have underarm hair, I think, I don't know, um, because it can hold on to the, uh, the, the hormones that are secreted by the eccrine glands in our armpits. We don't have eccrine glands behind our knees and uh, the hair holds onto it longer and you can like spread it. And that's why your armpits are smelly when you go through puberty because the eccrine glands don't secrete anything up to a certain period in our lives. (sighs) That's crazy. I noticed um, one of my friends, their right armpit smells. The other one doesn't. Oh, it's not interesting. I have a Very friend. I hope she doesn't mind me sharing. I won't say her name, but um, she actually only secretes breast milk on one side and only sweats from one side. Oh, or is it wow. the same side? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So one side is developed hormonally, and the other side, the hormonal components maybe didn't develop as much or something. I suppose. I suppose. Wow, it's not really interesting. That yeah, is really interesting. interesting. Yeah, I huh. have real smelly armpits, and you know. I make my own deodorant and it works really well. I just really? wanted to talk about that. I wow. make my own deodorant and it's the only thing that works for me, mm-hmm. but it's so much better. You guys, I mean, you're putting like, um, tons and tons of chemicals under your arms, right? Where there's all of this breast tissue for men and women. Right. So, um, you know, making your own deodorant or using natural ones. And there are some really good natural ones that work. Mm-hmm. Um, you just have to try, like I've tried like seven different ones before I found some that really work well for me or like Sarah, make your own. But I mean, you don't want to introduce all those chemicals, uh, right in areas that are really high cancer. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's lots of lymph nodes right near your, uh, armpits. Right, right. And it's not worth just not smelling and try different deodorants. I mean, in your life and cancer sucks. So, you or just People smell bad. <laughs> yeah. I think we no. should just Cares. smell bad. No. Uh, I, don't wear the, I don't wear deodorant. Do you not? No. Maybe I, you're not hormonally uh, developed and you don't have any acrid glands. <laughs> Uh, I just don't have a lot of hair. I think we uh, overclean nice. ourselves. Yeah. I think we could uh, just save the world if we stopped obsessing so much about smelling nice right. mm-hmm. because we wouldn't have to produce so many products to smell nice. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't use as much water to bathe. Mm-hmm. Also, right. that's better for your skin if you don't bathe all the time. Listen, I bathe every day, but I'm just saying yeah. uh, we don't have know. to be smelling so good. And mm-hmm. in the summer, I kind of embrace that. If you yeah. didn't know, you're not supposed to wash your hair every day. Oh, I yeah. don't. And yeah. I wash mine yeah. like once a week. I do mine yeah. twice a week. Yeah, it should be yeah. like once a week. Yeah. And the more, and people say, I can't, it gets so oily, but in the beginning, you have to train it. You have to slowly go, yeah. okay, two days and three days and four days. And then like the, the longer you go, your body starts to not produce as much oil because you're not drying it out as often yeah. and it just balances well, itself okay, out. Okay, if you didn't know, there we go. I'll tell you why. Um, so what the soap does, it gets rid of all the good oils in your hair. Takeshi's mansplaining to us what soap does. Go yeah, on. Tell yeah. us something. And then, We're and then, so And then the conditioner. <laughs> and what the conditioner does, it puts all this fake oil in your hair. And mm-hmm. it makes makes your hair follicle go, hey, wait, am I do I need this oil? And mm-hmm. then it gets more oily. Like your scalp gets scalp gets more oily mm-hmm. and stuff. Hey, are you doing that or am I doing this? <laughs> who's doing who's in charge of uh, uh, How am I supposed to be? I'm so <laughs> yeah. lost. Yeah. I used I used uh in in my past life, <laughs> I was an assistant over at a really nice hair salon in uh, San Francisco. <laughs> Takeshi, you've done everything. I want to have your life. That's so cool. You don't want my life. No, but I just like want to have different experiences like you. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty fun. 
Wow. What did you do? I was an assistant uh, training to be a uh, hairdresser. Can you do hair? Um, I stopped doing it like. But can you? I could. Uh, I stopped doing it about. And will you? No. <laughs> uh, I stopped doing it good. Oh, boy. What was it? 2004. It's a while ago. Hmm. That's really Just cool. a few 14 years ago. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. A long time ago. It's so fun. Do we have time for another question? Oh, oh. I like these questions. Okay. Well, hold on here. Ask me when I know the answer to. <laughs> no, I'm just yeah. kidding. You know what? I have one. I like bullshitting the answers. I have one. I have one. You know, uh, when you first see a doctor and then you get interrogated by the nurse, they play like 50, 20 questions with you. It's the MA, not the nurse. Okay. The MA. Mm -hmm. I feel so bad because they go, do you drink? Uh, Yeah. How much do you drink? I don't know. Uh, how often do you drink? Uh, maybe once, twice a week. <laughs> what do you drink when you're drinking once, twice a week? Uh, wine. How many glasses? One or two. Liar. <laughs> <laughs> All lies. All lies. How truthful do you need to be? Uh, it depends on what quality of healthcare you want to get. Here's the thing. I'm just scared. Nobody just judging throw me you. Under the bus, bus. Nobody judging you. So the healthcare workers are there, weird as it sounds, to help you. So um, yeah. you should be honest. They're not trying to get you in trouble or anything. And yes, they might have some degree of judgment because we're people and we can't help but to judge people, you know? Yeah. But it's our obligation and our. Um, desire to help people. So even if someone is an alcoholic and even if they suck and they like keep doing the same things over and over and, and you get mad at patients sometimes because you're like, why don't they just do this and stop doing that? And then blah, 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 you know, life would be better. Yeah. But at the same time, we always recognize people are people and nobody's perfect. And so people you still want people. to help the patient, you know? Um, so yeah. as frustrating as it is sometimes, just be honest. Mm -hmm. It's always it is, better. It is hard though. And, and a lot of times we recognize that people aren't going to be honest. And like at the, a clinic honest. I used to work at, we're like, okay, so you multiply every drink that they say by three because they're always going <laughs> to lie. I even do it. Like, I don't want to say I drink wine every single night because that's embarrassing or people are going to judge. But the doctor, like we have patients that use meth. I don't think they're terrible people. I don't judge them and say, Oh my God, I can't believe you're destroying, you know, like they're, mm -hmm. you're, they're there. And the reason they talk to me and they talk to us and their doctors is because we're there to help them. And they realize I might still True. be messing things up, but these people are actually going to help me. So for the most part, yeah. I mean, it's okay to be honest. It's like a safe space. Right. You're not going to know if they're judging you because if you're good at your job, you're not going to show a single thing. And you have just, to do a lot to for a healthcare worker to actually uh, just be done with you. Right? <laughs> like a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Before they turn you in. Or no, no not no. turn okay. you in because that, that's not really what it would come to. If there's okay. a thing mm -hmm. of safety, like you shouldn't be driving, we might report that to the DMV. Oh, okay. so. But um, that's more of if you're passing out. We, we you know? just, she means fed up. Yeah. Okay. Fed up okay. with a person. Right. Right. Where we're yeah. like, okay, we can't help you anymore. You're mm -hmm. going to need to find another healthcare provider. Mm -hmm. It takes a lot because there are some patients that really, really, really try us and we just keep seeing them. And as long as the doctor is willing to keep seeing them, we keep doing our best because that's our 
yeah. job. Mm-hmm. Now, does that survey or that questionnaire go to, to the um, the insurance company too? And will your insurance go up if uh, you answer things wrong? No, because it's HIPAA protected. So unless okay. it's something, I believe, right, like um, that's going to, like you're telling us, oh, yeah, you know, I I pretty much am drunk all day long. I drive <laughs> to all my places. Right, I, right. I do drugs and then I'm probably going to go commit suicide later. Like we have to report a lot of that stuff. But if you're saying, you know, I drink three glasses of wine every night, I get a little buzz. I go to work the next day and I'm fine and I'm not endangering anybody there's no reason for us to be like, okay, well, we're going to call the insurance company and see if they can charge them more money. Right. Like, I don't but, think, sorry. No, go ahead. I, I don't but. really know. Go ahead. Yeah. But if, if you, if you're an alcoholic, for example, yeah. or if you are just heavy drinker and the doctor puts that in his or her note, um, part of what we send to the insurance company, if we have to request prior authorization, for example, is the doctor's note. So if mm-hmm. they want to read mm-hmm. it, they can, but I don't think that they can take any action based on that denying service or any, or denying coverage, you know, Okay. except, and this goes to some of the patients that you see, if, mm-hmm. you know, um, cat sees patients that have pulmonary hypertension, um, sometimes pulmonary hypertension is the result of meth use. So, and the drugs that those patients take are really, really expensive. So if you're actively using meth, the insurance company isn't going to cover those drugs. So they Mm -hmm. require the patient to take a drug test. Right. And that's just fair for everyone because you shouldn't get these really expensive drugs if they're one going to go completely to waste. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like they won't, you do you any good. If you're still using meth, you're not really going to get better. By right. the way, meth heads, if you just wait three days, it'll just wash out of your system. Actually, that's what a patient recently said. Well, I'm just going to wait this and then do it. I was like, great. If we can get a clean drug screen. Yeah. I mean, like it's not, you know, we don't say, Oh, well, I mean, it's kind of like yeah. the idea, like if you're waiting for a liver transplant, but you're an alcoholic and you're going to continue to use alcohol or we're not going to give you that liver because someone who won't use it can live a lot longer. You're just going to damage someone who died to give their, you know, yeah, there aren't just a hundred million livers floating around out there and surgeons who can do that for you. So you have to be selective about certain things, but it makes sense. No one's ever doing it to be mean or judgmental or anything. It's all just you be honest with us and then we can help you even more, you know, but it's never, and if you're not, you're not. I mean, we only can help what we know. And yeah, uh, totally. we're not going to sit there and, oh my God. I mean, maybe now on our podcast, but like <laughs> after, no. no. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But um, yeah, so however honest How you want to be. have a bender? <laughs> <laughs> but people, I mean, I think for the most part, it's like common knowledge that people under report their drug and alcohol use. And number so, of sexual and we know partners. That. Right, number of sexual mm-hmm. partners. Yeah. Yeah. And if you get tested for what, like HIV, it's really embarrassing. So like, do you have anal sex? Do you have sex with with females? Have you ever had that? What do you do? And you're like, these are really personal, but it's not for, because they're asking because they're curious or they want to judge you. It's for a specific reason that's going to help while you're there. And that's what the whole purpose of becoming a nurse or a doctor, healthcare professional is to be there to help other people in really uncomfortable situations. You're seeing their private parts. You're looking at them when they're the most vulnerable and the scaredest of their life. And you're looking at these big grown men who are terrified. I had actually a priest once who was, um, going to have, I think, uh, a a, a cardiac procedure and he had to like lie flat. Would that be a heart cath? Mm-hmm. No, but so you had to lie flat for a certain period of time and he really had to pee. Um, but he was a priest and I don't know, he's really uncomfortable. So he wouldn't let me help him 
use the urinal <laughs> and I'm like I'm really not there to like of someone else you know but I felt you know and then you feel better like really you can just it's pee the Bible. <laughs> but I don't know it's like it's it's it is a yes. really embarrassing demoralizing situation to be like in a hospital and have totally people looking at things that you don't want them to but I feel like for the most part patients don't have as much I'm scared of the the the, the finger in the butt uh, <laughs> exam hang on exam. patients don't have as much what Oh, sorry. Um, they're they're more open. Like a lot of people, just completely. We have patients that come into the office a lot, and we'll have to do an EKG, and women just take off their shirts and their boobs are hanging. I mean, like you oh, just right. because you're just you you know you're there for help, and we're not, and they trust us. You know, right. yeah. I mean, it's. Right. I feel like I think nurses. We're not going to be like, oh, boobies. Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> a nice boobage there. But I think like nurses are on that list of the top, whatever trusted professionals, mm-hmm. but it's for a reason. And yeah. I'm until this podcast for the no, most part. <laughs> no, but, I think we protect you know. patient information. We don't tell anything specific, that can no. but it's not even about that. It's about, is my nurse actually judging me on the stuff? And no, you're human right. and we aren't judging you. I mean, if you're, cause I'm, we probably not, have you know. the same thing or we know it's going to happen to us at some point. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Or our mom does or right. our dad does or somebody. And you're human. And that's why we became, this we we went into a career where we're gonna wipe your butt and we're gonna look at your body parts smelly or not yeah for a living and help you <laughs> to not die and so now let's talk about your, your finger and well cheers. when i'm well, i was supposed to take that get that checkup when you turn 40 mm-hmm. you're supposed to get the finger in the butt oh is it 40 yep okay. for men hmm. Prostate exam? Yep, prostate exam. And so you're and you avoiding it? it or you're looking forward to no, it? No, I'm scared shitless of it. Have you like done... Shitless uh, is important. Okay. So go ahead and take, have a good bowel movement before you go to that yeah. appointment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait, well, why? Well, you're just getting a finger in the butt. Are you worried about what they might find? Yeah. Hmm. Oh, well, we talked a good amount about yeah, prostate cancer. On, uh, so prostate cancer is one of the most easily treated cancers Usually. Usually, there are lots and lots of different kinds, and it's almost always easily treated. And you know, don't be scared, Takeshi. Yeah, I'm scared. Would you rather have a man or a woman do it? I don't know. I've asked other men this question. I'm, I would rather have a woman be my gynecologist. So I, I, I think other people I've asked have said they'd rather have a man do their prostate exam. Yeah, I totally only want a woman gynecologist ever. Mm-hmm. I've never had a man gynecologist. Oh, I had a man once when I was living in Spain. Mm-hmm. I think it's more common there too. And he had to use like, forget what I had going on, but he like had to use the like vaginal probe. What was going on down there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh God, in this other language. But it like, again, I like a healthcare meal. professional, you're, you're a professional. My grandfather was actually like an OBGYN and he delivered tons and tons of babies and hmm. back then men, I mean, I don't know. Anyway. So if you have a prostate exam and they say, Hey, there's a little something going on here. We need to get a biopsy. Then what? Uh, I turn into a ghost and think I was going to die right there. You've had some stuff happen. That's pretty bad already though. Yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> I think maybe even worse. It sounded like the pneumonia was pretty sucky. No, that mm-hmm. sucked. That was really and bad. And long and ongoing, painful. Yeah, I had this thing called uh, Leningitis. And John Lennon's inflamed. I was like, was it? <laughs> yeah, no, was no. And if um, Sorry. I was in there for uh, a good week. <laughs> and um, Yeah. They, and um, if my allergy, because I, at first my regular doctor was treating me. Because my allergist was on vacation or whatever. It was during Christmas. It was Christmas week, actually. And um, 
if my allergist didn't come in and detect what it was, I would have died. What was it? It was this cra- it was this crazy lung like kind of virus or something. And if you didn't mm-hmm. kind of diagnose it correctly, mm-hmm. is it a fungus? Um, it was probably some type of. It was mm-hmm. awful. Like oh, like whenever I tried to mm-hmm. hack something up, it would just like, it would just be. It was really sticky into the back of my throat mm-hmm. and stuff. And uh, leningitis. Are you sure? I'm almost positive. That's what it is. Do you know how it's spelled? I do not. Uh, but uh, I think that's what it was called. Lentigus, lentigitis. L- lentigitis. Wait. I feel yeah. like lentigus. No, wait. Probably not. Yeah, probably, the skin. I don't know. Okay, we'll have to look it up and yeah. come back yeah. to this. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but if he didn't detect it, But see, just like this, you don't want to have an undetected prostate cancer when they could say, oh, hey, we could do like a, you know, a six month treatment versus like, well, now we have to do surgery. Like it's, it's hard and it's always scary to find something out, but it's better to find it out in the early stages. That's true. You know, and is it what, once a year, finger up your butt? Yeah. You could just do it once a day and just see if anything's changed. (laughs) And then you could be proactive in your own health care. Have you and ever done also that? have a good time. Yeah. Get yourself used to it. Did you have you ever done that like to a patient? Like did you ever pra- I mean, it's not something nurses do, but like No. Okay, I don't know. Some people Did you? No. Mm-mm. Well, I'm like fecal impaction. That's like something nurses. No, can- I've never had to do that before. Yeah, you know who has is Jenny. She one night we were, um, you know, she comes up every year for my birthday and we were camping one year and sitting around the campfire talking and their campsites next to each other. Oh, wait, was it your birthday last week? No, she came early this okay, year. My birthday okay. is this Sunday. Um, happy birthday to me. Uh, so anyway, we're sitting around the campfire and she's just talking loudly about sticking her finger in someone's rectum and digging out poop is what she was saying. And I'm just digging out the poop. She's just, that's how she's talking about it. And, uh, we heard the guys later, they were saying, Oh yeah, that's really weird. They're what's going on over there. I don't know. They were talking about sticking their finger in someone's butt and digging out poop. <laughs> oh well. Like don't wow. listen in on nurses' conversations, cause no, it's pretty intense. Except this one. Oh yeah, like please. camping intense. <laughs> okay, yeah. we have a word of the week. Okay. Um, and okay. This one, I, let me just tell you the word, and you can guess what it means, and then I'll tell you why we picked it. It's not leningitis. No, but it's <laughs> another type of itis. It's dactylitis. Has something to do with the butt. Dactylitis mm-hmm. is that an infection in your fingers? Good guess. Uh, what do you think? Uh, I just figured it was some type of weird rectal. Uh, problem i mean we do talk about some <laughs> things other than the rectum here but yeah cat oh, no. you're you're right you're pretty right. much yeah. it's not necessarily an infection but it's a severe inflammation of the finger and toe joints mm-hmm. um it's also sometimes known as sausage finger <laughs> uh, i had a swollen knuckle last week and i had no idea uh yeah it just looks like a chumpy Chump, is that what you chumpy, had? chubby hand. No, I, my, oh, yeah. I had a knuckle that was really sore and I didn't know what was going on. And anyway, dactylitis, otherwise known as sausage fingers. Oh, it's so cool. Sausage finger. I got a sausage finger. <laughs> I'm going to stick it right up my bum. Oh, huh. boy. says the primary symptoms of dactylitis are swollen, painful digits, difficulty moving those areas. Digits are uh, fingers oh. and toes, just so y'all know out there. Digits, not yeah. just the number that you're trying to get on all the weekend. Digits. Give me all digits. So it can happen with like rheumatoid arthritis. Oh. Huh. That's cool. It, it, I mean, not 
cool. That's not cool. Now, pterodactylitis. Can you guys guess the definition of that word? <laughs> I don't know. Is that like <laughs> multiple digits? Dinosaur? <laughs> what? A flying dinosaur? Huh? <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, I just made that up. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's okay. an inflamed dinosaur. It's an inflamed dinosaur. <laughs> inflamed <rectum>. dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But what's that condition called? You know where there are like people that have three fingers? It's called something similar. Um... um Polydactyly, no, something, something like that. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if it's too necessarily. I don't know, but I'm enjoying squishing my notes into this. It's really oh fun. my god! <laughs> well, I think it's time to wrap it up. Is, uh, no, I'm not. Lit. I'm just so enjoying you guys myself. Write into us at wwnurses at gmail.com. Give us your questions or requests. Uh, I think that uh, Robin had a really fun request, and that's yes. making it a new little segment on our show. Hmm. What you can be influential? Just you just have to freaking write to us, right? Please. Twitter, right. Instagram, WW email nurses. us. Instagram forward slash WW nurses Facebook. Um, you could also subscribe to us on um, Apple podcast. Just look up wine with nurses. Hey, I do have a question review. for you. Sorry. You might have an answer. If you have an Android phone, something that's not an iPhone. Okay. So like how the, do you listen to podcasts? Uh, <laughs> do you know? Yes. There's something called Google play or you could take the RSS feed. On our um, SoundCloud, just paste it in there. I'm okay. trying to get us on Google Play too. Okay. In Spotify. Also, if anyone wants merch, like merchandise, like the whining with not whining, <laughs> whining with, with nurses, <laughs> whining with nurses, <laughs> wine glasses, or shirts, or hats, or anything, Cheers. write into us. Let us know what you like. These wine glasses are super fun. <sighs> we should put a picture of these up. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah, we'll do that. We'll do that. Um, thank you again for the wine, Takeshi, and... Yeah, it's decent. Yeah, I liked it. Winery. Charles oh. Krug. Thank you. Charles Krug. Yeah. Cheers, Gracias. guys. Cheers. And cheers. You're